You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. I remember when we first started dating and got real serious and I moved to Austin to be near you and the boys. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone said to me, cause I was very vocal about like, guys, this is difficult. It's, it's a big transition for me. I think all relationships are difficult. There's just, I kind of make my life a reality show for people to dissect and discuss. Mm-hmm. But I remember saying it's hard for me because I have to now learn co-parenting. Mm-hmm. and dating with children. And I remember someone said, well, when you're dating so old, which I was, what, 30, 31 at the time? 30, yeah. You 30. have to just accept that a lot of, most people will come with kids. And then I remember sharing that with another friend, thinking, man, this kind of sucks. And she laughed and went, <laughs> you do realize that you're 31 and don't have kids? Mm-hmm. Meaning there's literally a whole pool and people like you who don't have children. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean you have to just accept? No, you don't. There's a whole... And I'm sharing this because relationships take work. They are hard. And I would love to share with everyone, as we were saying over dinner last night, Valentine's dinner, that our relationship that we vulnerably share with you guys is the iceberg analogy. Mm -hmm. You guys get 7% of the iceberg that is our relationship. Yeah. Then there is 93% underwater that you can't see, sense. I don't care how empathetic and psychic you are. I put up blocks during these recordings, during my Instagram posts, Mm -hmm. that you cannot protrude into my energy and see our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. There's There's no no way. way. You guys don't have all the pieces. You don't hold all the keys and figure us out. But we do share our relationship vulnerably for you guys to hopefully learn something of your own. If there's things we don't agree or you don't agree with that we say, that's awesome. Take it back to your friends and your partners and talk about it. If we trigger you, this is dope. I think that's one of the biggest things you made me realize last night and then thinking about it right now sitting here is that we vulnerably share things about our relationship. Mm -hmm. And when you do your solos, you're vulnerably sharing things about you, not for people to bring their information back to you and give you advice. You're sharing it so they can then decipher if they would like to move forward with something you said in their life. But I think people get confused. Yeah. Do you resonate with what I say? Does it just make your heart feel warm for a moment? Or does it trigger the shit out of you and make you want to yell at me or something? Well, don't, because that's not mature. But podcasts, books, all these beautiful things we now have instant access to, they're just made to spark discussion for Mm -hmm. your own self-growth. Yep. That's all it is. 100%. Mm -hmm. So... I do, you know, it's really hard sometimes in what I do for a living, be like, like the Monday, what's new and good emails, the solo podcast episodes I do. My human design is indirect. I love to look at the dark side of things. I've got eighth house Scorpio. I mean, I don't need to give you reasons why my art is the way it is, but when I share something, I'm a woman, first of all. Yeah. That's how I feel in that moment. And yeah. literally after I hit send on that Monday newsletter, my energy shifted. It's changed. Maybe it's really good. Maybe it's really bad. Yeah. I can post something hilarious on Instagram where people think, oh, she's in a good mood. And then 30 minutes later, be crying in the bathroom. (laughs) It's just life. Yeah. And it gets difficult because when I share something and then it reaches the masses, I can get blown up by both people I know and I don't know saying, are you okay? Mm -hmm. What did you mean by that? Where were you going with that? Mm -hmm. And I think, oh my goodness, this would be like, a singer-songwriter who puts out songs about a past relationship and then all these people saying, you're still in love with them. You still like them. I just dissected the melody and the bridge between the chorus and the verse that you you love them. You didn't let them go. Or, oh, I think they beat each other. Well, like, a, how does Taylor Swift roll with this? I don't, how does she just let everybody just decide what her life is like? Because I think, I said it this morning to you, and I forget what I said, but it was like, whatever story you create up as an individual about me, like I can't, I'm, I can't change it. I'm not gonna, yeah. and I don't have the time, right? Like the James's um, analogy, 
if you make up 0.24% of my life, you don't get a say in the other 99.8% of my life. Guys, and you listen to me, and we are very connected and close, but I probably only make up 0.1% of your life. Mm -hmm. I'm a very small piece. And so this advice shouldn't be do this and not that. This should just be a conversation for connection, yeah. listening to a story. And once it's over, you move forward and that's it. Yep. hundred percent. Right. Yep. It, our, our lives, our relationship is not up for debate. Yep. It's not up for like, are you okay? Yep. Are No, like, are you really good? Well, it's, we're not in life and this should be everyone. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself out there and being vulnerable is not asking somebody to give their input. Right. It is simply saying, I just want to wear my heart on my sleeve Mm -hmm. and I want you, like us, if you're having a tough day and I can show up in that moment and just rub your back and not say a damn thing. That's the best. You're not asking me to fix something. You're not asking me for an answer to a question. The best Mm -hmm. thing I can do for you and vice versa that you do for me is just being there. Yeah. And that's what this is. And I think people get confused though. Yeah. (laughs) And it's out of love too. I'm not angry about it. It's beautiful. They really feel connected. Like we are sisters. We are best friends. And they just want to take care of me. But I do find that a lot of people who really want to ask me, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Is JL actually mean to you? Mm -hmm. Are you really sick? I remember that one person that was like, hey, if you ever have a medical emergency, go to this hospital. And I was like, oh my God. You know what's that funny is, is I still haven't forgot that. Yeah, because I was scared. I know. Like she was a very kind person. Yep. I really like her. Yeah. But it was like, uh, thank yeah. you. That and as someone who works in the field of energy and astrology, I know the power of each and every word. That's why I love my readings, but I've got I get so energetically drained mm-hmm. because I am being hyper aware of what I'm saying. Yep. For yep. that reason. And yep. it makes me sad because I think a lot of people don't show up on the internet or even in their, just their direct lives because they are so afraid of exactly what we're talking about, of people having something to say about their emotions. I think you're right, and I think most people fear a story that's going to get created about them that isn't who they are, yeah. and then that's hard to internalize. It's hard yeah. for somebody to say, you're broke, you have no money? I thought you were filthy rich. Uh-huh. It's like, if you're not rooted, it's hard to be like, yeah, yeah I am fucking broke. I don't have yeah. anything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. that you created the story that was this, but this right. is me. And then they'll put in their two cents. Well, you're broke? Well, try this. Mm-hmm. Do this. Go work here. Pick oh, yeah. that up. And you're like, oh, well, if, well, if you're broke, how are y'all traveling so much? Yeah. I don't get it. Yep. Like, It's like, my life is not up for debate. Nope. That's it. Nope. And I know there's so many people that are just thankful for yeah. these podcasts and types of stuff like this. And I am one of them. I listen to other podcasts. I follow other people and I would never put in my two cents in their life because of that iceberg analogy. Yeah. That and applies for everything and everyone you don't know. Yeah. I it. was the love episode I posted yesterday for Valentine's Day. I talked about machine gun. What's his real machine name? Gun I don't even know. Carlson <laughs> something. <laughs> Ben Smith. Serious. (laughs) I was talking about him and Megan Fox, and I was like, ew, this even just feels gross, because I don't know them. Yeah. I want Megan to come sit right here and be like, first of all, you gorgeous. Second of all, what is your side of this situation? Oh, okay. Now I feel I can share it, because you don't know. You don't. But I was just saying, hey, that's the twin flame dynamic for you. That's their journey, and it's not to judge them and be mean to them. No. I I told Brett the other day, I was like, you know, him and I are getting to be close and we're engaging in more things and doing things. But I was like, like you have to get to know me, me. I was like, if, if yep. you really want to be my friend and we want to move forward, like you need mm-hmm. to know the dark me. You need to know what I've done in my past, who I am, because at no point in my life and our relationship do I want you to ever curate a story beyond what you actually thought I was. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wow, that's a, like. I think that's why listeners of the show feel that because they do know. Yeah. I mean, they don't know everything. You do. Yeah. But I share so much. And this has literally been an open diary for five years. So I kind of can't blame them for saying, like, I know you. Because they do. They do. But then, like you said, they don't, they have to, everyone needs to root themselves. And and 99.9% of the people who are listening right now do. They know that, like, uh, when you were recording with, uh, you know, Mike, the homeless guy in the keys. <laughs> and I just remember that because we talked about it yesterday when you were recording with him and you seem so happy and you're sharing the kombucha, 
that doesn't mean that 20 minutes later you weren't sitting there lonely looking at, you know, Jeffrey going, what are we doing with our life? Or and then 30 minutes <laughs> later going, I freaking love it. Yeah. And then 30 minutes later bounce into whatever yeah. else it might have been. Like nobody can see those things because you don't even actually have the time to show to all that. No. And that's not your job too. Come shadow me for a week and yeah. see. <laughs> even longer you would yeah. need to fully understand someone. Yeah. I was listening to Jay Shetty's podcast yesterday and he said something really cool about love. He said, you chemistry and that initial pull you feel towards someone is liking them. Loving someone is seeing them on their bad days, seeing their not so good sides, seeing them not be dependable for a day, seeing those things and still choosing them. That's love. Yes. I thought, wow, that's beautiful. I agree. I think a lot of people like me on the internet, but if they were to really see the real me and know everything and hang out with me, who would choose? I think I'd weed some out. <laughs> I mean, of course, that's life. Yeah, that's life. But it's just, it's interesting. It's a weird thing to yeah. have this platform and I still don't understand why people listen to me to be honest I think I'm well, boring <laughs> as hell you're not but that's why they listen to you it's I told you the other night when I hung out with James um James Lawrence Iron Cowboy who's a friend of mine I when I was with him I'm not around him enough so I get to see a different perspective and feel a different energy when I'm around him mm-hmm. and I'm with you so much and y'all are essentially the same right like he is famous within his community and you were quote unquote famous within yours. Like y'all both have about the same following. You're both um, real. And you and him, you're basically the male and female version of each other and just a different universe basically on this yeah. earth. And when I was with him, I got to feel what it felt like to be in a room full of people gawking over him while he walked on stage and spoke and did his thing that he loves. But then we immediately leave. And he doesn't care about that fame. He doesn't want that fame. He's trying to get out the room as fast as possible. We sit down. We that eat. That would be me. Yeah, we sit down <laughs> and we start eating. And in my mind, I automatically think, and these are the things I don't think with you because I'm always with you. I automatically think, I wonder if somebody's just randomly going to walk up and be like, you're the Iron Cowboy. Can I have an autograph? Like, And just that feeling of like, that has to be really awkward. Yeah. And just, it's really cool, but it's really awkward. And I then I tap back into you. And I'm like, wow, like as a female, mm-hmm. it's just people create a story that you are this. And then when I'm in front of you, you are still this. But if I really got to know you, would I still believe you're this? Yeah. And it was just weird. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool it to tie cool. you and him together. I still, I completely forget it. And it, maybe it's my wound or what, but I'm like, I'm a nobody. And I like it that way. Most and successful nobody listens people. to this, and that's cool. I just show up because it feels fun. Most successful people I'm finding always say a few things, and, and it's their modesty, but it's also like they truly believe it. Is you hear people say, like, I'm not supposed to be here. Like that, uh, that quote, I'm not supposed to be here. Like I'm a... Like famous? Yeah. Like uh, NFL player, for instance. I'm just a poor kid from the hood in Chicago. Like How now I'm in happen? the... Now I'm sitting winning the Super Bowl. Like I'm not mm. supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be selling drugs. I'm supposed to be in a box. Like I'm just a little blonde girl from Evansville, Indiana. Like I'm supposed to be married to a farmer who picks <laughs> cotton and <laughs> drinks fuck? beer. Like, <laughs> but here I am. Like I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. Like, you know, when people ask me, how do I grow my following? How do I get listeners to the show? I always say the secret sauce is so not a secret. If you go into something with the ideology of I'm going to be big, mm-hmm. I'm going to be well known, I'm going to have 300,000 followers, mm-hmm. I'm going to be famous. Yeah. You might get there, but it'll be a 15 minute fame. Yeah. The people who are most successful, just as Baby J just said, are the ones who, it's not that they don't want it, it's just not what they strive for. They're showing up and doing what they do because they love it. They and find a way to handle it. they had it. no followers, no likes, nobody knew that they'd still be doing it. Yeah. They'd yep. still show up and do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's why passion. I say you and... It's real love. You and James are very much alike. He, he rode his bike and did triathlons before he ever got paid. And he would have kept doing it if they were still broke and losing their house today. I wonder if people realize that this podcast is 100% for free and I don't get paid for it. I could be doing things right now that could make me so much money, but I show up a lot now on the podcast mm-hmm. and I don't have advertisers. So, you guys, I don't get paid anything for this. I would, could. 
What's funny too is the story that most people would create. A new listener comes in and listens to your podcast. They see your following. They find out who you are. I guarantee you the first story they think is you have some bomb-ass recording studio with like the $1,200 <laughs> mics and you probably have a team you send off the podcast to and they edit it and they yeah. upload it. And like if they only truly knew. If you guys only knew so. that I don't got nothing but, but I'm talking to you. It's not Aaliyah. Good job. Was yeah, it? Yeah. Okay, nice. I finally got one right. I was going to say Mariah Carey. But <laughs> I think, but it's not to everyone's fault. It's not their fault that they believe the stories they believe today because there's so many people who actually make them believe those stories based on like another false pretense. So it's, so the people who create the story, it's not your fault. The people who don't create a story, thank you. And believe 7%. Of everything you see. That's rule of thumb, 7% of everything you see. Yep. That's all you know. You don't know anything else. Yep. All right. That was quite the intro to the Astro <laughs> Oh, that was an intro? I didn't know if that was the other podcast <laughs> you wanted to record. I you were talking. I'm like, shit, should I just make this a separate episode? Well, I just remember you said you had notes, and I was like, well, maybe this is the notes one. I don't know. No. No. Cool. Was, that, was that too long? Should we just keep this going on a different subject and make I mean, the other one separate? It's up to you. It's your podcast. We talked about relationships. Well, then no. I guess it, it kind of flows. Yeah. Now we got them on the hook. Do you hate coming on my show because of how disorganized it is? No, it isn't. No. <laughs> when we get done, I'm going to take one sock off and leave the other one on. I'm disorganized in my own life. <laughs> so, no. No, let's talk about this one, okay? It kind of segues into it. So today's Astro Advice column episode is, should I stay or should I go? And this is sent in from... Our Scorpio Moon sister. She's a Cancer Sun, Scorpio Moon, Scorpio Rising. That's a watery girl. And she is currently, or this is, uh, guys, we're still getting through the questions. This is actually from week before Thanksgiving. (laughs) We got to get a move on here, and we will. But she was dating, or is, we're going to find out, a Virgo Sun, Sagittarius Moon, Pisces Rising. And long, so I'm going to sum up her story here because it's really good, but it'll be quite a long one to read. Mm-hmm. Her predicament is his dream is to live in Texas. What do you think about that, baby Jay? Texas native over there. Oh. Texas will get you. <laughs> his dream is to live in Texas, and he moved there in October to pursue said dream. She's born and raised in Arizona, still lives there, but she is in love with Mr. Virgo. How can you not? They take such Texas good care Texas and Virgo, of you. <laughs> I tell you what. And I wish I knew where he was from originally. Texas is his dream, but where's he from? She left that out. Well, Texas is so big, it's probably still Texas. <laughs> Just a different part of Texas. <laughs> probably. I'm from Corpus Christi, and my dream is to live in Fort Worth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Should she stay or should she go? She's lived in Texas, I mean, Arizona her whole life and always said she'd like to move somewhere else, but didn't. She's been in Arizona. But his dream is San Antonio, Texas, and that's where he's been. They've been together for just over a year, and they were originally planning to move in, but there are some bumps in the road, you know, all relationships. We have peaks and valleys we go through. Now, the big predicament that I want to highlight here in this story of, okay, should I stay or should I go? is her pets. Oh, this pets. I was just reading an article, and I think it was based off factual information. Millennials, so people born in the 80s, 90s, we, as a generation, love our pets more than kids. And when we are going to buy a house and spend money on a place, we literally look at, does it have a yard for my pet, for my dog? Is it safe for my cat? Does it have windows for my cat? That's the first thing we're looking at. Do you agree with that? I don't, maybe just because I'm a cancer rising, I, I, but I can definitely see it's how in, even in my mind it's 50-50. Like I it's mean, not even it, like, <laughs> it wouldn't be 75% kids, 25% Jeffrey. It would be like 50% him, 50% yeah, kids. Literally. Right? Like, I love it so much. And we're in the Denver bubble where everybody has a dog. We, we joke that it is a prerequisite to move to Denver. You have to have a dog. And a Subaru. <laughs> Subaru. If you don't, you are shunned. (laughs) It's not like, hi, nice to meet you. It's, hey, welcome to the neighborhood. What kind of dog do you have? (laughs) Hey, saw you just moved in. Where's your Subi? Yeah. And when you go into, 
<laughs> our lobby in our uh, concierge package area here in the apartment is just Chewy.com boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's big. So I'm sharing this because I really believe that with our generation and all the new ones, like it's not going away. Dogs, Frenchies, pugs, cats, they are our children. They yeah. are our, you and I have three kids. <laughs> like, well, here's, here's a little feet on the ground startup with this is with her question and everything that you read earlier. I haven't read it yet, so the people don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll let you finish. Gonna, yeah, I'll let you finish and then I'll give my. So what I was trying to get at is that animals are a value that I think nowadays are as strong as religion, as do you want kids or do you not? Um, how, you know, what are some big values that are like hard no's with relationships? Uh, if somebody doesn't, exercise their body in right, any way. Right, maybe diet. Like, diet, hey, are you exercise. at least interested in yeah. healthy food? You don't have to eat perfect every day, but do yeah. you at least have an interest in it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hobbies. I think if one person, well, As no, you can always you can always balance things, right? There's a fine line. But there's some things like, no, I definitely don't want kids. Well, I really want mm-hmm. them. That would be a hard, like, oh, man, I don't think yeah. we can be together. I'll never um, live in the mountains. Well, I'll never live by the ocean. So yeah, things like that. Okay. I feel like animals and pets mm-hmm. are now one of those things. Yeah. Like, even if you don't come to a relationship with animals, if you're like, I can't stand dogs. Oh, gross. Mm-hmm. Just don't like them. They're dirty. You don't want them over here. Yep. There's some, like, I remember in my past partnership, he was like, nope, they can't sleep on the bed. And I was like, are you kidding? Yeah. And then we used to fight over vaccines because I was like, nope, you get the puppy boosters and then titer tests from then on out. And he was like, uh, you listen to the vet. I feel like those are fine boundaries. Yeah. That are pretty, what's the word I'm looking for? Significant deal breakers. They're deal deal breakers. breakers It's cut and dry. Yeah. And so I feel like pets are a deal breaker. Because these are your children. They're your fur babies. I love on Instagram. (laughs) Skin baby and fur babies. When you said that the other day, I was like, "What is is like a skin baby? One of the cats that have like no and hair?" And you were like, "No, it's so a kid, it's a child." Because it's so popular, at least on my Instagram search page. I've never heard that in my <laughs> life until the other day. So I literally was like, "There's fur babies now, and then there's skin babies." <laughs> I just, I don't, I didn't get it until afterward. But and there's just a boundary. There's deal breakers. Do you have skin babies? Well, I don't. <laughs> Yes, I have a skin walker. <laughs> yep. Do you have a fur walker? Okay, this is serious. <laughs> this is going to be like four-legged kids or two-legged kids. Which ones do you have? Deal breakers. <laughs> Does your son have a mustache? <laughs> okay, okay, this is serious. This is a really good question. Should she stay or should she go? There, Here's their issue, their biggest drive. They're, like anyone else, they've got issues, mm-hmm. peaks and valleys that she talks about. Um, but... She has two cats. She said, the one we haven't been able to work through is if I'm actually going to make the move to Texas to be with him or not. Our huge issue is my cats. I have two Sphinx cats. He hates, and she puts in all caps, hates cats. He doesn't want to live with cats. We compromised on taking one, Eva, my baby girl of eight years. But my other cat is her son, Ustachio. (laughs) Mustachio? It's M-U-S-T-A-C-I-O. Mustachio, I imagine. So probably the two things she likes. She likes mustaches and pistachios. Mustachio. <laughs> Got it. Eva is the girl, and then Mustachio is the son. Okay. I watched him be birthed, she said. And I really connect to this because my two cats that you see pictures of around, mm-hmm. um, I was a mother-daughter pair, and I actually birthed the daughter on my bed, had to move all my studying for college because I was studying for an exam at the time. Like, oh, shit, she's given birth. I didn't know. She had one kitten, and I thought, this is incredible. So I resonate with her. You really form a bond, mm-hmm. right? Oh, my gosh, imagine if Jeffrey was a female and we watched him give birth to just one pug puppy. Would you give it away? No, but no. we're going to have jokes after this podcast now that you call <laughs> him a female. So. No, it's powerful. That is a bond. And so she goes on to say, I never would have thought I would give up a pet for a man, but originally had a plan for Mustachio to move in with his kitty brother and my very good friend. We tried that living situation for a month and it just didn't work. So I have him again. I love him so much and don't necessarily want to give him up, but I know he won't get the attention he needs living us with us living with Taz. I'm unsure on who I'd give him to and won't just give him to anyone. 
I'm having a hard time on whether I'd be making the right decision to find Mustachio another home and move to Texas or keep him and stay with my two cats in Arizona. Hmm. <clears throat> she said, my thoughts are if my boyfriend and I eventually get married and have a baby together, us having and building a family is more important to me than a pet. My ultimate goal in life is to become a wife, mother, and possibly a potter. But if we don't work out and I'm out of my man and my boy Mustachio, oh, that'd be rough. I love this man. I really want this man. But my mind is confused. All right. Now I can give my feet on the ground. Go for real it. Real quick. Um, whenever I came into the relationship with you, and if you didn't exist, and I were going into another relationship with somebody else, if they have an animal, then that relationship is something I'm coming into. Like, I don't think of it as like, Jeffrey's coming into you and my relationship. No, the way I thought about it in the beginning was like, I'm coming into y'all's relationship. Like, so I actually have to see if I work in this dynamic, not if he works in this dynamic. And so with her and her question, if somebody right away, and if it were me in this case, if I had, you know, two cats and... I fell in love with some woman and it was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to move and we're going to have this relationship. And then she hit me with, but I don't like cats. I hate cats. I would easily have no problem saying, well, I don't think we're going to work because this relationship kind of came before you. Mm -hmm. So you need to see how you work with this relationship. I don't need to see how the relationship that's already established works with you. Right. So, and I relate that because you had such a love and an attachment to Jeffrey. And I knew that going into the relationship and whether I wanted him to sleep with his sandy feet and and hair everywhere on the bed, like that was for me to have to work through and get over because he came first. Yeah. He was your first love, Mm -hmm. not me. And so that's for me to answer, like, am I willing and am I able to, to love this creature the best that I can and not just say, nope, can't do it. Yeah. And if I can't, then I just have to say, sorry, I can't be in the relationship. Beautifully said. So. Beautifully said. And to reiterate what we were saying about skin and... (laughs) (laughs) Skin and fur, baby. (laughs) Like, imagine if you went into a relationship with someone who had... A skin baby? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have... So we have two skin babies... Um, <laughs> you guys do a podcast with a Sag. I'm going to black out from not breathing. If I told you, hey, I can't live with, can't live with two skin babies. We're going to have to redo this. <laughs> no, this is perfect. This is perfect. Her question's serious. I know. <laughs> And I gave a serious response. I handed the mic to the sedge. And but if you had them. <laughs> that was a big piece of spit that flew. If only we had a recording. Don't stop it. Don't. It would be like telling someone who has kids, like, can you make them go with their mom or dad more often for the week? I have to say kids. I can't say I know. SB. I know. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be the best ever. If we're ever in a gnarly fight, it, just say skin baby. <laughs> yeah. Dude, how dare you? How dare you? Okay, skin baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Okay. Noted. No, okay. No, right? I know what so you're saying. Up. What if I it's... met you and I was like, and you were like, come live with me in, you know, Texas. And I was like, no, I don't want to be around your. The kids. Yes. Yeah. If you looked at me and said, no, I, I don't like children. I don't want to be, be like, around the wow, boys. red flag. Uh, yeah. And now that we know this generation, we look at our animals as our babies. children. Yeah, babies. <laughs> we look at them as our children. Yeah. And so it just doesn't seem fair. Stop. Every time I look at you, I love every time <laughs> I look at you, I know what you're thinking. I love it. I love it. We no, have, it, we need to start this over. No, this is perfect. 
How do you think Joe Rogan got to where he's at today? Touche. Exactly. <coughs> Honestly, this is projecting and for sure, but I would tell him kick rocks. Yeah, like imagine if anybody if I did told that. me <clears throat> if they knew how much I loved this dog, and mm-hmm. if I saw him be birthed, that's powerful energetic exchange with your cats, friend. Well, here's. Here's and a if little, someone, just as Baby J said, like he's coming into the relationship with you and Ava and Mustachio. Yeah. Not the other way around. Yeah. And if he already behaves that way with fur babies, if mm-hmm. you guys are blessed enough to have skin ba- babies, then how's he going to behave? I really think that how people treat animals is a very good indication of how they treat children. It will. It will be. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, the, you have a... Because b- both are dirty and messy. Both require mass well, and, amounts of patience. For whatever reason, <laughs> um, fur babies are easier in most people's mind to kick and yell at and scream or just be rude to more so than skin babies. So Stop it. <laughs> that's... You're correct. You're correct in that way. I think, what would you have said... If in the beginning of our relationship, we met, we made love, we mm-hmm. were like, wow, this is phenomenal. We're going to be together forever. And then I hit you with, hey, Aww. even if I were kind, even if, but if I hit you with like, <laughs> look, I want you to move with me. I love you. We're going to build a life together. I'm going to build you the house and the keys on the water and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like your dreams are going to come true. And you knew it. But I was like, I don't, I don't like him. Like, I don't like him. I don't like pugs. I don't like dogs. Like. But I love you. If we'd be doing long distance. Well, but even if you would have said, Oh, okay, like most people, I'm wrapped up in love. I'll give him away. I'll give him to mama. Like, we'll try this out. At some point, like, I don't really love and value you if I'm asking you to do something like that. Yeah. And so when we are together, you will be, in her case, she will, and I don't know for sure, but I'm being a Virgo, I'm 99.9% sure that her intuition is exactly why she wrote, but I don't want to be without my man and my cat. Exactly. That's exactly what will happen because you'll give up the cat for love. Yeah. You'll chase the love. The love actually didn't love you because you saw the red flag starting. Because he didn't accept everything you came with. You came with. with. And then you'll be left with feeling empty and nothing. Yeah. So. And let's remember this. (coughs) Say she gives up mustachio. She moves in with him. Inevitably, they have fights, they have falling outs. Mm-hmm. Their resentment is going to be such a strong undergirl. We know you as our fellow Scorpio Moon. Let's not forget, baby Jay. Yeah. You, me, and her. She's going to hold a it against them. of the same heart. Yeah. And when we are bonded to our fur and skin babies, we are bonded and loyal and till death do us part. Yeah. And so the resentment, which is a huge disempowered side of Scorpio placements, she's a Scorpio moon and rising. Yeah. When you gave up something you were loyal to that mm-hmm. was loyal back to you as well yeah. for love that was not requited. Oh my God. Yeah. Ooh, girl, I want an update on what's going. Watch your email back. Like, oh no, we moved in together and I gave him up and we're over here like, don't do it. Well, at some point she's going to have the realization. I promise Mm -hmm. you it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. Yeah. Period. And then let's put our head in the stars, guys. We've got both of the charts here. She asked the Virgo's permission to use his chart. So the first chart is his. He is a Virgo sun, Sag moon, Pisces rising. He's got the rarest rising sign of them all. So we look at relationship placements. He has a Sagittarius moon. She has a Scorpio moon. These two couldn't be more opposite. And that can create, you know, opposites attract. It can create quite a lot of chemistry. But like we were saying, chemistry is when you like someone, you Mm -hmm. lust after someone. But love, where she was saying, I want to be a mom and a wife so bad. That's love. And that takes much more than lust and good sex and chemistry. Mm -hmm. And the highs and lows of dopamine and serotonin, that takes a lot more. And Sag Moon with a Scorpio Moon doesn't have that. One doesn't want commitment. One wants to be the boss and freedom, Sag. Mm -hmm. The other says, I will give up anything and everything for love. As long as you're devoted to me. I want commitment for life. You know this internally better than anyone because you have a in just these two placements you have a sag sun and a scorpio moon and you actually have said if i just remove everything else from my chart 
This is why, and we talked about it in the beginning, this is why one minute I'm happy, mm-hmm. I'm flowing, things are good, I'm optimistic, rock on, and then mm-hmm. 30 minutes later, I'm sitting in the bathroom recording yeah. a podcast <clears throat> on my anxiety. Like, yep. it's because you have those two, and so you know this better than anyone, like how these two dynamics work together in the light and how they work together in the dark, yep. and ultimately how they are together. And yep. yeah, those two moons, from what you've taught me about astrology, They're it's like difficult. the Scorpio wants you to walk by, grab them, and make love to them, and then the Sag just walks by and sticks a finger up your butt. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, one wants freedom, one wants commitment. Yeah, simply put. And then you want to break it down by the elements. We've got a fire moon and a water moon. What do those two do? One of two things. Like, well, I guess you could make the perfect temperature warm and have yeah. this nice jacuzzi. When but you put in a lot of work, it can yeah. be a jacuzzi or a warm bath or a hot cup of tea. But when you for the most part. It's either going to, one's going to put the other flame out or the other one's going to boil one over. There you go. It's just tension 3000. And so then you want to bring in more. You want to bring in Venus. What are their love languages? His Venus is in fiery Leo. Mm. Her Venus is in watery, sensual cancer. Right? Venus and Leo says, I want multiple admirers. Yeah. I want love to feel so passionate and fun and good. And mm. yeah. I want people to admire me and tell me how good looking I am. Tell me how great I am. I want to have multiple partners because yeah. it feels so fun. Yeah. Again, I don't want commitment. I don't yeah. value it. I mean, this is a very blanket statement. Venus and Leo people who are in committed relationships, yes, it is possible for yeah. you based off of other pieces of your chart. But Venus and Cancer is total opposite. Mm Because again, Leo and Cancer are neighbor signs, which means they are opposite. Venus and Cancer, when she says she wants to be a mom, boy, does she mean it. Mm -hmm. She might even be pregnant already. Venus and Cancer, I love and value family. Venus and Leo, I love and value partying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cancer, I want to be at home cuddling, telling each other we love each mm-hmm. other. Leo, I want to be out and about Traveling. in the scene. And like, That's why, this is why he was like, my dream is to live in Texas. And guess what? He went and did it. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask her. He didn't say, uh, he probably didn't say, I'm looking at this apartment. Do you like it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just want to remind her, our Scorpio Moon sister, that there are men out there, partners out there, who will do things like that. Like say, hey, I found this a condo mm-hmm. and you can put a cat thing right there and your cats can just sit there and look at the birds outside. Yep. Even yep. if they're not passionate about cats like you are, yep. they can still, we were just talking about this. Yep. Baby J here loves endurance running, triathlons, marathons. Those are his things. Mm-hmm. I will never be caught dead <laughs> with my sneakers on. You'll be at the finish line. You know what? I don't want to say never because you I'm mutable. I might. I might one day but right now at this point in my life no thank you but what i do love is going to support him i do kind of feel like a fish out of water because everyone there looks so just gnarly fit and ready to work out but it's such a cool vibe the music the food i go there for the sag parts of it yeah i would never tell you don't go do that yeah because it makes me feel bad about myself or anything like that yeah and vice versa you are going to host something one day with a ton of phenomenal women talking about astrology, whatever it may be. <laughs> and I'm going to be there asking if y'all need anything. If not, I'm out. Right? Do your thing. Like call I would me never be an me. astrologer, but okay. Yeah. Call me if you need me. Another part of his chart is his sun is squaring his moon. So when the sun squares the moon, it's 90 degrees apart. This is inner tension between the head and the heart. These are typically people who cannot connect the two. Their throat chakra is really blocked because their head sends them really strong messages of one thing and their heart sends them messages of the opposite thing. And this is a really difficult placement to have in a chart that normally it'll take people a while to really balance the head and the heart. They may suffer from cognitive dissonance dissonance quite often and knowing her because that was his chart her chart she actually has her sun and moon trining meaning they're really imbalanced so truly when she says i want to be a mom i want to be wife she means it it's written in her stars yeah her her head and her heart are connected she knows what she wants and if she loves those cats yeah she loves those cats yeah now her saturn is in pisces 
So she's coming up on her Saturn return, and this is her time to set boundaries and really practice seeing people and situations as they are. I don't think she's seeing this situation as it is. I don't either. And I really wish, I I don't want to be harsh, I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I really wish that some people would have said that to me back in the day, because I think it would have saved me a lot of heartbreak, of money, time, moving. It really would have. And I want to tell her, and I'll, you know, I email everybody privately and send them a nice long love letter before they listen to this. But I wanted to reiterate to her, like, hey, you are made to be a mom. You're moon is sitting on top of your rising sign you are meant for powerful love that is given back to you your jupiter's in sagittarius the luckiest placement to have in a chart you're made for love your venus is in cancer this is definitely a hallmark sign of someone who's going to have children in a family it's coming friend yeah but do you want to be a mom or do you want that specific virgo man to be Remember the question you asked? Yeah. Um, to be the father of your children? Yeah. yeah. I, I look at you and I say, you know, hey, and this is just a, a blanket question you can ask anyone in your anyone. life. Like, do you want to be in business or do you want to be in business with me? Do you want to have a baby or do you want to have a baby with me? Like, Do you just want like, to be a wife and plan a wedding yeah. or do you want to be my lifelong partner? Yeah, yeah big difference. I so wish somebody would have asked me that 22 years old. Hey, Steph. Yeah. Like, it's written in your chart that you're going to get married one day. It's going to be awesome. But is this really the person you're going to be with for in your 40s? When you're 43, can you see this person next to you? For whatever reason, we all have this... Or do you just want a wedding? We all have this trauma that we think that whatever it is, is the best there is. Mm-hmm. And so it's not to say, like, is this as good as it gets? Because that can be toxic. But it's to say... Is this really what fills your soul? Is this partner as good as it gets? Yeah. So, and, and there's, there's hard boundaries to have, and I believe if you love something and you come with that something and somebody else doesn't at least appreciate that, then they're not your someone. Mm-hmm. So. He must be a lot older because his Saturn is in Capricorn, which is mine. And how old is she? What year? Uh, she didn't put her birthday. Oh, she did. He left those pieces out. But her, knowing her Saturn is in Pisces, and she's coming up on her Saturn return. She's between twenty eight and thirty. Okay. And his Saturn is in Capricorn, so he is. He's very close to my age. It's almost the same degree. So he's probably thirty four, thirty five, and she's twenty eight to thirty. Thirty five, thirty six would be Sag. Yep. Very okay. Good. Yeah. So there's gotcha. an age difference there. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High mileage. High mileage questions. Like I would, I would lead, if I were her, I would lead with some high mileage questions and be like, you know, start off simple and ask him like, why don't you like them? Mm-hmm. What about cats don't you like? Yeah. Like just Come question, on, Scorpio, question, sis. question. The high get to mileage it. questions because when we first read your email, Baby J here said, well, what if he's allergic, like deathly allergic to mm-hmm. cats? But the way she said hates cats because I've been allergic to animals before and I still had them around. She's saying he hates cats. But honestly, it should be a red flag that I think your Saturn and Pisces is failing to see because if you love your cats, those are your babies. You said Eva's your girl of eight years. How are you with someone who doesn't like animals? If Yeah, that's a good one. I, I feel like her and I have the very similar bond to you know my pug and then her cats. Mm-hmm. I could... Never be with a man who didn't like animals. Yeah. It just wouldn't work. It would turn me off so bad. And so that's why we wanted to pose the question, is your biological clock telling you that you're running out of time to get married and have children because you're so not? Yeah. Honestly, as an astrologer head in the clouds, I and the stars, I would recommend getting married after your first Saturn return. Typically, people we meet and marry and date before our Saturn return, which is before about 29 years old, are not the one. Yeah. Typically, this is a blanket statement. Yeah, Again, this, this... A lot of people say, well, right, I've been married stop, to my sweetheart forever. <laughs> yeah. It is just a very common theme that I see. It's data. Are there outliers? Of course. Yeah. But 
Normally, the people you meet during or after your Saturn return are your people. Yeah. It's the one. Yeah. And my God, I wish someone told me this. Hey, don't get married in your 20s. Don't have children in your 20s. Just coast. Be cool. Because it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Relax. It's all going to happen. It's written in the stars. There's no way it won't. Yeah. Just don't do it yet because you're going to put yourself through unnecessary heartbreak. Yeah. And those animals need you. They love you and you love them. And if somebody asks you to give up something you love to be with them, that's not love, Scorpio Moon says. Yeah, no. That's not love. No. And even though you say there's a compromise, he's letting me take one. What? That's that's like... He's letting you? I was going to say, that's that's a... Baby J, I know you love to go run, but you need to spend time with me. You can only go twice a week. Go ahead and pick your days. Well, I was going to say, they'd be like oh. you. I say, hey, I got a, I got a marathon today. And you're like, well, how about you just run... How about I let you run 13 miles? That makes me feel happier. And yeah, I would say, cause, cause how I about you running. let me grab my shit and I'm out? <laughs> yeah. I hate running. Therefore, I don't want to go do it. Yeah. So no, when you mm. truly have authentic love for someone, even the things that make you what the heck? Yeah, just support them. Are we being hypocrites though? Because we're, remember we were just saying frownies and Botox. What if I wanted Botox? <laughs> would you support me in that? You would. I would just go get it, and you'd be like, oh god. Yeah. But anything beyond that, you might be like, hey, what are you doing? But I would still ask you those high mileage questions. Yeah, because there's love and there's care. Yeah. Does he ever ask you why you love your cat so much? Yeah. Good one. Probably not. Yeah, that's a good one. Does he ever ask you why it's so painful for you to imagine leaving them behind? Yeah, because if if he were to ask those type of questions, not only is he helping her gain more insight on, do I truly love them? Yep, I do. He gets to see and gain more insight on, ah, this is why she loves them. Okay, I Mm -hmm. see this now. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I'm. I'll put my my shield down. Like right. I get it. Right. So okay. So she wrote in. I think her final question was. Obviously, a lot goes into this decision, but maybe our stars are saying something I should know. I think she knows it. I, she, girl, you are Scorpio Moon. Cancer is intuition. Scorpio is psychic senses. If you already had to ask this question, I think you already know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think his chart is really lovely. He does have a very charming chart. I can imagine his magnetism and allure. And the Virgo, who doesn't like a Virgo? But he's trying to control your life already. And this is the disempowered side of Virgos. Is They're extremely, you do this, because this is what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And if he's already trying to control your cats, and your living situation, like Baby J here said, and he's a Virgo. Let us not forget, there are disempowered and empowered signs of each sign. This Virgo man is coming into your relationship, which involves two fur babies. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I will speak as a Virgo. If he gets a taste of this control unconsciously, it's only going to get worse too. Yeah, if you give it to him and say, okay, yeah. I'm getting rid of mustachio. Not, not a, like, he's not aware of it, but very unaware. Like, oh, he'll, he'll understand okay. what that I, is. I can control you? <clears throat> what else can I get away with? Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. So, mm, she knows the answer. She does. You've got this. Listen to your gut. My question to you would be, what makes you happier and why? And then go with that. For me, it's always Jeffrey. So... <laughs> it's the animals, it's pets, it's fur babies. They're so important and so many points. The resentment that your Scorpio, Scorpios do not let go of things. When you cry because you give away mustachio and then you move away and then Ava's like, I want my son back. It's going to come back up and be a thorn for a long time. Here's the thing is it's really, it, let's say these were skin babies, not fur <laughs> babies. Let's say they were skin babies. Would you still think about giving one away? No. No. It'd be like, this Nobody is would. over. This is, you know, yeah. absolutely so. not. There would be no point in it. So this is our suggestion is 
accept this relationship for what it is, for the beautiful parts that it did give you. But it sounds like, and the energy I'm sensing from him is that he is just so Sag Moon, Pisces rising. Mm -hmm. He's already made up his mind about what he wants in life. And if he is not so excited and willing to compromise more than just leave one cat and bring another. If you had two kids, he wouldn't say leave one with their father and bring the other. Exactly. That's not compromise. No. That's control. At all. Compromise would be like, all right, you know what? We only need one bedroom, but I'll get two. And maybe we can leave both the cats in there for the majority of the time of the day. But Health, Healthy compromise would be like, hey, look, I don't like cats. Mm-hmm. I do love you. Let's try this for a few months. Let's see if we can make it work. And if we can't, yeah. then we just walk away from the relationship saying, yeah. I appreciate you. I love you. Yeah. Have fun. But I really want her knowing her chart right here. I want her to ask herself, am I just in a hurry to get married and have babies? Another high mileage question. Mm-hmm. I like it. Because a guy who loves cats, you watch. If you just allow yourself to feel this heartbreak, there will come a guy that you meet at probably a cat cafe who has a cat. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll be like, you have two sphinx. Oh, my God. I've always wanted a sphinx. Can I come see? Boom. Yep. And I really yep. believe, we always joke. I mean, because we co-parent, but that's not full-time parenting. But Jeffrey is our full-time fur baby. And we always joke, but it's true it's got some validity in it that he's preparing us for full-time skin babies Mm. (laughs) right yeah animals are such a good testament to how you'll be as parents yeah and if you guys are already running into this huge red flag do you want to be a mom or do you want a really cohesive peaceful family yeah because you can go and give up mustachio go move in with him get knocked up and have a baby Mm -hmm. but do you just want a skin baby on your lap or do you want a family? Yeah. Because this root can provide the skin baby, but I don't think it can provide the family. Yeah, I agree. 100%. 100%. We love you. This is tough love, but we want to see our Scorpio moon sister, because that's our moon signs. We want to see you thrive. And you're truly meant to have a beautiful Venus and Cancer. You cherish family. And that involves pets. Cancers love their pets and their children so, so, so much. They are fluid, one and the same. And knowing that's your Venus, your love language, that's what you need. That's what you deserve. And sometimes we have to say no to what we think we deserve in order to get what we actually do. Yeah, I agree. Thank you guys for listening to Lightworkers Lounge. If you want to submit your question, spowers at lightworkers-lounge.com. Send us your birth chart. We love you. Thanks for kicking it. Baby J, you got anything to say? No, I just, I'm, I'm ready to uh, further identify skin baby and fur baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. See you guys next episode. Peace. Peace.